The Warrior and the Wendigo By Patrick Allen Howard I stood at the end of the dock with my long-range listener pointed towards the center of the lake. The lake itself was huge and surrounded by forest. Missing person reports circulated throughout the area and there were sightings of a mysterious creature. The bulk of the sightings were centered around a small island at the center of the lake. I could hear whispering as the fog hiding the island began to pull back. Through the monocular of the listening device I saw a tall figure. The bulk of its form was black and it long arms and legs. It was thin. Its face was the skull of a deer and it had long antlers. It had no eyes. It turned to meet my gaze. The whispering stopped and was followed by laughter. And then it vanished. Placing the listening device into my backpack I hopped in a rowboat and proceeded to the island. The air around the water felt cold. The lake itself was lifeless. Soon I arrived to the island. There was no sign of the creature. As I stepped off the boat and onto the island everything changed. There was no sign of the lake. The green of the island was now brown and stretched as far as I could see. I removed my EMF meter from my vest pocket and activated. It lit up and beeped quickly. Something was near. The creature manifested before me and swiped at me. Ducking quickly I drew my combat knife. The EMF meter beeped again and went faster as I turned. Just as the creature manifested I thrust the knife forward and stabbed it in the chest. It roared, more in frustration than pain, and vanished. The EMF meter was silent once more. With no real direction to head I moved on instinct and walked. What sunlight was available began to fade. It'd be dark soon. I entered a forest. Many of the trees still had life. As I explored the temperature began to drop. Soon I came across a dead tree. Its trunk was hollow. Gathering sticks and leaves I crawled into the tree trunk. The sticks and leaves I used to conceal my presence. This was my shelter for the night. I took one last look at the moon before falling asleep. Its radiance and beauty reminded me of someone. I was now back at the dock. There was a little girl standing at the shore. I knew it was a dream. And I had full control. The creature rose from the blackened shore and approached her. She was frozen in fear. Jumping off the dock I ran to the creature. It turned as I tackled it and beat it relentlessly. I would not let it harm a child. At first it did not retaliate. It had never had anyone resist like this. Nor has anyone ever tried to fight back. With a roar it threw me off. With a roar I responded, drawing my combat knife and resuming my attack. I stabbed it relentlessly. Again it threw me off and looked towards the island. Everything went black and I was back in reality. A creature resembling a human fell in front of the tree I was in. Its mouth and eyes were sewn shut. It wasn't a monster but it wasn't human. I watched as it struggled to its feet. The creature appeared behind it and gently embraced it before biting its head off. It looked right at me but did not see me. After a moment it vanished once more. I waited several moments before exiting the tree. Again I moved with no clear direction. The island was expanding and changing. The changes were subtle though. It was the textures of the island. It grew darker. I exited the forest and soon entered what appeared to be a village or an outpost. The first building I entered had what appeared to be a radio. Somehow it had power but could receive no signal. Next to it was a diary. I picked it up and began reading. We began exploring the island. Before we stepped foot on it, it was small. Now it's endless. There's no reasonable explanation for this. But we know it's the creature. It had us trapped. We've set up camp here. We may have to establish a more permanent residence. As for the creature, we've identified it as a Wendigo. We came here to learn more but now I fear we've learned more than we wanted to. So far our posted guards have kept casualties down. 
The radio has power but we've yet to receive a signal. It appears that we can broadcast though. For now all we can do is wait. That was the end of the journal. By the time I had arrived the camp was empty. I remembered receiving a message calling for help over the radio as I neared the lake. But that was no more than half an hour before reaching the island. Did time work differently here? I exited the building and entered what appeared to be a barracks. There was dried blood all over the ground. And bullet casings. There was a diary on one of the bunks. Picking it up I began to read. The creature penetrated our perimeter. A few of us are pinned down in the barracks. We're fighting it but we can't kill it. I'm not sure if can be. We came here to explore the anomaly that is the island. Now we're being hunted. The bulk of our camp have managed to evacuate. We won't make out of here but we can buy them time. As I finished the last page of the diary the door slammed shut. Whispering echoed from outside and the shadow of the creature was cast through a window. The barracks was two stories. I moved up the stairs and slid into a bathroom and closed the door. There was a shower room opposite and the water was running. The creature walked past the door slowly. Pulling the door open a crack I watched it. It stopped and peered into the shower room. There was a window near where it was standing. I drew my knife and opened the door fully. It was not yet aware of me. Quickly I charged it. Before it could turn I thrust the knife into its back and pushed it out the window. It shrieked and roared as it hit the ground and vanished. Quickly I exited the building. I wouldn't be able to hide there again. There was a trail leading away from the outpost. Bullet casings lined the trail. The soldiers went this way. The trail lead to a field of tall grass. I moved through it slowly. In the distance I saw the creature standing above the tall grass. He was hunting me. But did not know how to find me. Perhaps it was because I did not fear him. I resumed my movement when he left to search elsewhere. The soldiers were unable to kill it. And so far all I'd been able to do is wound it. I wondered how I would defeat it. The tall grass ended and the trail resumed. It led into a dark cave. I removed the night vision goggles from my backpack and put them on. As I activated them the cave became clear. It was huge. As I entered I saw equipment scattered about. The cave branched off to two paths. I took the one on the left. My radio broke the silence. If there's anyone left, do not approach the altar. I lost my entire squad attempting to destroy it. It's the source of its power. Gunfire erupted over the radio and in the distance. It was followed by a scream. And then silence. I continued. This had to end. The path opened into a large chamber. At the center was an altar surrounded by deer skulls with large antlers. The altar itself was blood red and radiated with energy. The creature entered the cavern through another path. It was carrying the little girl from the dream. I knelt and is in the shadows as I watched. It laid her on the altar. She was unconscious. The energy of the altar surrounded her and began to glow blue. Was it draining her? With my knife readied I crept up behind the creature. Rising quickly I grabbed the creature with one arm and thrust the knife into its throat. Black blood sprayed out as it tried to shriek. It fell to the ground and vanished. I examined the girl. She was in a dream state. Placing my hand on her forehead I was able to enter the dream. I had to free her from it to save her. I was now standing outside a home. Shadows darted about and the house itself looked decrepit and decayed. A man and a woman screamed at each other inside. This was followed by the man striking the woman. She sobbed as I could hear his footsteps moving away from her. I approached the door and opened it. There was a hall with a staircase at the far end. To the left there was a living room. To the right led to a dining room and kitchen. The woman sobbing slowed when she saw me. She was huddled in a corner of the living room. Slowly I approached her. 
Our eyes met and she saw the care. He used to not be like this, she stammered. He's such a good man. He does love us. I knew she did not believe that. I said nothing. Kneeling beside her I offered her my hand. When she took it I pulled her close and held her. Her sobbing stopped. Please save her. She pleaded. I offered a nod and she pulled back as I stood. Her room is upstairs. I moved up the stairs quickly. I could feel his anger. He entered her room as I cleared the stairs. As I moved to the room he began to cry. He didn't want to do this, even in the dream. Her memories were being altered. The girl looked to me with a smile as I stood in the doorway. His sobbing stopped and he turned to me slowly. Please. He spoke softly. This is now how we are. I've never struck my wife and I would never hurt my daughter. I gave a nod in reply. It was the altar. As I knelt down the girl approached me and hugged me. She felt safe. A roar echoed in the distance. It was coming. I stood and took her hand. We had to find a way out. We exited the house and moved into the street. The same house was repeated over and over. It was an endless loop. In the shadows I could see the silhouette of the creature. For now it was merely watching. Go behind the house. A voice said over the radio. Without hesitation we moved to the back of the house. The backyard was vast. At the far end of it was a door. And hanging from the door was a letter. Quickly we moved to the door and I took the letter. Some doors are always open. They will appear to be closed. The letter read. I put my hand on the door and it passed through. We passed through the door and were back at the altar. I smiled as I picked her up and set her down. I realized the essence of the creature was tied to the altar. It was altering the girl's memories to grow stronger. With a sigh I laid down on the altar. The energies enveloped me and everything faded. I had to challenge it directly. I was back at the lake. The creature, now smaller and more human in appearance, approached from the forest. We charged each other. I stabbed it repeatedly in the stomach before it struck me to the ground. It grabbed my ankle and slung me into a tree. I groaned as pain radiated throughout my body. But I would not give up. Quickly I stood and punched the creature in the face. As it stumbled I stabbed it at some more. It was becoming weaker. It swung again but I was able to block. I threw it to the ground and pinned it, stabbing wildly. The creature roared but the roars became weaker. Soon it stopped moving. As I stood its body turned to ash and left nothing but bones. It was defeated. I fell to the ground. I was weakened. A beautiful woman appeared and took my hand. My warrior, she said lovingly. The scene faded and I was back on the island. The little girl sat next to me. It was over. We climbed into the boat and I rowed us to the shore. 